It's me, Danny, here to drop a gem, motivate, and shift the energy in your day. So listen and enjoy. And remember, you don't have to take anything that I say as fact. After all, I'm just saying. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so we are back with another episode. Here we go with that little, you know voice soundboard that I got going on. Welcome to anyone who may be new to this podcast. Thank you for joining us. Now, let's talk. Mother's Day just passed, and so happy Mother's Day to anybody who celebrated Mother's Day in whatever way you did, and and that is for anyone who is parenting on any scale, birthing parents, biological parents, non-biological parents, adoptive parents, uh, step-parents, surrogate parents, anybody who is parenting. I see all of y'all out here in these streets, and I am acknowledging anyone who um, is a mother in whatever way that you are a mother. Shout out to all of you. I wanted to talk about Mother's Day Mostly because I want to talk about being a mother and I wanted to talk about the fact that if you are a mother and you out here working it, shout out to you. It is not an easy job and it is one of those things, you know how you get a job and they give you like your job description and then you start working and then here comes somebody telling you or asking you to do something that clearly was not on that job description and you sitting there like, this is not my job. And there are some jobs where you can remind people like, excuse me, I know you asked me to do this thing, but sorry, it's not in my job description. I won't be doing that. And then there are other places where we have all worked where we're like... Oh, I guess I'm going to do it. That's parenting. <laughs> parenting is where you can't tell anybody that's not in my job description because, well, you kind of can. And I'll just talk about that. You know, when you're when you're a parent, you're kind of you, uh, especially when you young, which we all done been. And you thinking like, I'm going to dress that little thing up. I'm going to take it out. It's going to be the best self it's going to be. I'm going to raise it up to just be the next president of the United States. And it's going to be lovely, well-behaved children. Nah, bruh. Try again. <laughs> They're going to be dirty. They're going to have smart mouths at one point. You're going to be out with some people you know, and they're going to look or say something that you like. One, I don't even know why you're saying that. And two, don't let people know that you think that way. Like, all of that. Like, you know, you get your, you, that, like, and then, oh, okay. And so then you find yourself in places where you're going, okay, I don't even know who, gave me authority to handle such things like remember that one time when your kids were sick or your child was sick and you were like okay you you know you're a little bit sick let me hit you with a little bit of this Benadryl or baby Motrin or just a little Vicks rub or let me hit you with maybe just a little bit of this chicken soup and ginger ale lay on down I'm gonna go in my room and get in my bed and then they start crying and you go in there and there's vomit and you're like 
nah, dog, I was just trying to go to sleep. Like, I'm not, a, I'm, that's not in my job description to clean this up. Like, who's going to clean this up? You made that mess, but that's your job, right? Now, now that becomes your job and you're like, bruh, like, who do I call? Because I don't want to do this. Or that time when, uh, you know, the little raggedy kid at the school is bullying your child and you want to just say, well, you know, if they hit you, hit them back. But then, you know, like, that's not really what I'm supposed to say. So, like, let me go up here and try to speak to the school authorities about something. And you're standing there like, I don't need nobody trained me to go talk to the school principal about how somebody else's kid don't know how to behave. Like, you know, like, the things that you are not that people don't prepare you for when you have your baby shower and they writing all those beautiful things you know how we go to baby showers now well, they weren't doing this back when I was having children but now like you go to baby showers and you're giving little videos about like little things you want to kind words you want to offer the mother and uh you write them down in little books now wasn't nobody writing in no books and I ain't had one pass by me yet that, that prepares you for the real stuff as a parent, right? And so I just want to shout out all the moms that are going through that right now. I've been through all of that and I just want to just say, hey, I see you. <laughs> I see you. At being a parent, you just don't get prepared. You can you can try to like financially prepare yourself. I wasn't in that boat, but shout out to the people who did that. You can try to prepare yourself mentally by reading books and you know, taking classes. I also wasn't one of those people, but shout out to those who did that. Not judging you and I'm not trying to make I don't feel bad about myself cuz I didn't do them. I'm just speaking about things that I know are true. And you can do all those things, but when your child hits those different stages in life, no matter how prepared you think you may have been, I'm going to venture to say that there's something that hit you that the book didn't cover because that book is not specific to your child, nor is your friend who has a kid that's the same age. You want to talk to them, but it's just not the same and it, because the dynamics aren't the same in your home that they are in other people's homes. And you, we just spend a lot of time as parents trialing the error, especially with that first one. Shout out to my oldest child because <laughs> that oldest child is like a guinea pig for parenting. you just like, I'm just going to throw this thing out here and hope that it works, right? Not that you want, not that you mean to be careless in your parenting. It's just that you don't know what you're doing. And so you're just trying things. And that child is usually the one that you just kind of like more cautious with a lot of things. And, you know, you say no to a lot more than you say to the younger ones. Shout out to my kids because, you know, you guys all know, unless you're new here, that I have five children. And so, of course, my oldest one always getting on me about the things that I allow the youngest one to do. And they're just kind of like, you never let me say, you never let me do, and you never let me go. I get it. But now that I know that it's not as dangerous as I thought that it was when the oldest one, you understand? I know y'all hear me. I know you hear me. I know that there are times when... We think we're prepared, but we just aren't. And 
some of those things are like the time when your child's heart is broken by someone that they are dating and those are those days when you do your best and you say your best and sometimes you say things and you feel like what you're saying you can see them going I don't even understand what you're talking about Sometimes I've said in my head, like, girl, I don't know what I'm talking about either. I'm trying here, though. Give me some kind of credit because I'm trying. And that's that's when you see meet the hard things, when your children's heart is broken or when somebody has bullied them or when they're trying to make decisions and they don't know what to do. And you are trying to help them with these decisions. But at the same time, you understand that. You can't do it all for them, and they have to learn for themselves some of these things. You can't unbreak a heart. You can't unembarrass them once they've been embarrassed. All that you can do is offer words of wisdom that you would hope are actually that at some point. And then you reach a point where your children are approaching their 20s, and so you start to think about have I taught them everything have I said everything have I covered everything that that I believe that they're going to need to be productive people in this world have I taught them enough about kindness have I taught them enough about responsibility have I taught them enough about finances have I taught them enough about being self-aware in the world and being confident in themselves have I taught them that it's okay to speak up for themselves, but also to be respectful when they speak. Have I taught them that saving money is a lot lot less fun than spending it all and blowing it all, but in the long run, it's going to be better for your life? Have I just taught them to be kind to people that they're in relationship with? Have I taught them anything? Have I taught them how to budget money? Have I taught them how to shop for groceries? Have I taught them how to cook a meal? And so then you start wanting to cover it all. And then you also learning them because when our kids are from birth to 12, 13 years old, they are the people that we are creating. And then (laughs) what, what we are presenting of ourselves, they are the spokesperson they are the spokesperson of us. They are the representative of the best that we could do. And then they hit about 14, 15 years old, sometimes even 13, as young as 13, where they start to become their own people and they are exploring how they can become their own people. And yes, they push the limits a lot, but then you have to like learn them. You have to learn their likes and dislikes. As you know, there's like... For you parents who have teens and older, you know that there's one day when you wake up and those kids don't like anything in your house. <laughs> like they don't like anything that you cook. They don't like any foods that they that you buy. They don't like the soap anymore. They don't like the clothes that they wear. They don't like the music they used to like. It, it, like they they wake up and they start going, "Huh, I'm here. Let me start figuring it out." And they become their own person. And then you have to like just in the midst of everything going on in your world, you have to switch it up like instantly almost. And okay, I thought you liked 
I don't know, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But they're going, hate Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Never liked it. And you're going, not, we, they're, okay, come on now. Not, never, you just ate it yesterday. Don't tell me never. But I, I can hear you telling me not anymore. But like, never, come on, don't do that to me. But like, you have to switch it all up. And the fact that as a parent, you, you can do that without really thinking about it. And even, even thinking about it, like you're not even thinking about the fact that, okay, now I need to think about it. You just kind of go into the mode, like, okay, let me start learning. They don't like this and they don't like that. And now they're not eating beef and I didn't know. And (laughs) now even now they're vegetarians and okay, I guess we can't eat meat. Let me try to evaluate my life. Do I need meat? Like there's a lot going on and you're learning people and I want to give you, again, I want to commend you for being flexible and changing. Because of that, I want you to understand that as parents, you have developed so many skills that you may not have understood. And sometimes we put ourselves down and go, oh, I'm not, I don't, I don't know how to take new things. And I don't, you know, I just don't know how to, I just don't like change. But when you are a parent, that's all you get. It's all change. It's all new things. Every day there's something new. And there's just nothing you can do about it. You can't make them not change. I, I mean, I haven't figured it out. I have five children of my own and I don't know how to make, I don't even know how to make these people all like the same thing. Like I can be at the grocery store shopping and I'll have one of the younger ones with me and I'll say, oh, I'm going to cook X, Y, or Z. And then one of those two will go, I don't like that. I never eat that. And I'm going, I thought everybody ate that. And they're going, I don't eat that. And I know one of the other ones don't eat it either. And I'm going, what? I didn't even know. So I, I can't convince them all to eat, to like the same thing in a dinner. Now, if you're a child of mine, I'm going, listen, this is what I'm cooking. If you don't like it, don't eat whatever, but this is the meal. If you don't, I'm going to hit you with that school lunch thing and be like, I guess you can eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich if you don't like what dinner is. Or make something yourself. Now, thank you. Th- thank you. Thankfully, I have older children, and so I'm not responsible for the meals on a regular anymore. Shout out to that. <laughs> but, uh, yes, you can't make them just do anything. And then these kids hit the 20s, and they come out of those teens and now everything that you have have had had control over you know such as uh curfew and clothing and uh peers that they associate with and um you know where they go to school and how they you know behave you now don't have control over those things you kind of just get to suggest some (laughs) you get to suggest some things you know you get to suggest that they not dress like they do when they go out you get to suggest that they not go to the places that they want to go to you you you, you're looking at your your children and you're going uh these people that you're hanging with I'm pretty sure that you're not gonna like them in two years but hey who am I to tell you who you know who you can hang out with because you you no longer get to have that kind of control over them and that I think is one of the hardest parts about being a parent now I know that up until the 20s 
you you feel like everything is hard and it all is it's all it's it's all it's all hard and it's all easy at the same time and there's no way to explain it you don't like it and you love it all at the same time and you can't explain it then you get to this point where they are in their 20s and that's that's as far as I've gone so I can't speak further than that but when you realize that even though you have been sitting here and you've been waiting for the 18 and you got that 18 mark and you're going like, boy, oh boy, when these kids turn 18, I cannot wait. I'm getting the countdown started now. And let me just tell you, yes, (laughs) my youngest child, I got a good year and a half and I am at the 18 mark, but I'm just saying there comes a point when you realize that one this parenting game never stops. Like we're, we're, and I'm not complaining. I'm just stating fact that even though you think that that 18 is your is your end date, nah, bruh, it's not your end date. This is when you now have to learn how to develop like a friendship with these people. Like you have to realize that they're actual people, and you have to learn them as adults. And then you have to try to form friendships with them because you want them to come home and visit and you want them to still talk to you and you want, not that you want to pry, but you still want to know about these people. Like, I don't want to, and thankfully I'm not at a point, I haven't reached any points where my children have decided that they, they just aren't going to talk to me. I mean, hell, if we honest, these kids won't even, (laughs) they haven't even moved out yet, (laughs) but um, I, we have pretty cool relationships at this point. A lot of you have seen, well, still now, there are people who have seen my children interact with me on social media and we have a pretty great time. We have, my children are close to each other because they're stair stepchildren, And so it was easy for them to form close bonds with each other. I mean, there was one time, there was a time in life when I found myself in the home with five children under the age of 10. I don't know how I did it. I'm pretty sure it's why I'm tired now, but, uh, there, there's just now this wonderful phase that we're in where we are all becoming friends, not just them becoming a friend of mine, but them also becoming friends with each other, not just siblings who they have to be in a house with. And now, and at this point, they don't all have to be here, um, but because they are working towards um, st- some being able to be st- stable adults um, when they move out, they um, are developing friendships with each other in the house as well, which I just think is beautiful. And I thank God for the fact that uh, I was able to somehow cultivate those kind of relationships within this space that they live in with me but I just wanted to say I woke up one day and I realized that I have so many skills that I didn't realize that I had and that I you know like uh organizational skills or time management skills creativity flexibility, teamwork, uh, uh, I don't know what it's called, but like, I, I can't think of the word right now, but just the ability to switch up at a time's notice and, um, counseling. I'm, I'm a, a cleaner. I 
you know, I, I'm, a, I'm just like a chauffeur. Like I have so many skills that I didn't realize I had. And then I woke up one day and I was just like, Hey, I got like a lot going on. Like I, I've learned a lot. I've taught myself a lot and they have taught me a lot and we have learned together. And I think I did a pretty good job thus far with them. I won't say I've done the best all the time because who can and I won't say I've done the worst most of the time because who does but I think that I have done a pretty good job for myself I also want to say that I think that you're doing a pretty good job for yourself and so I encourage you to look at yourself and think of the things that you have learned and that you have taught yourself and that life has taught you to appreciate about being a parent, especially a mother, and all of the joys that come with that. And even on those days when you are at your low points and you just feel like, I don't know what else, I don't know what I got, when you, you get to the end of the day and you're rolling in the bed and you're just like, I just need a moment and I just want to be quiet. Or you can't even get to the bed and you're down on your couch and you're just like, just give me some quiet. I don't even want to turn the TV on. Understand that there are people who think the world of you in your house, even when you're having that argument where your children say things that have hurt your feelings because we do have some and they don't understand that yet. Even when you're at those points, know that they are still counting on you and that they still believe in you even when they're telling you that they don't, that they do, and that you matter. You matter to me, you matter to them, you matter to the world. You have it in you to figure out a solution for anything, even if that solution is is simply to ask someone else to help you. You have it in you to find a solution. And I believe in you and I appreciate you for being able to parent in whatever ways that you are. We are not alone. <laughs> we are all here together as mothers and we have to come together to encourage one another. So if you see a mother in a grocery store or if you see a mother out at the laundry mat or in in the gym at the dance uh what is it? The, you know, you take the kids to the dance schools and things like that at the football field and the basketball court. When you see a parent, encourage her. Say, hey, girl, I see you. I see you out here mothering. You better do that mother thing. Ow. <laughs> because we all just need a little bit of encouragement. Now, remember, I am out here on these Internet streets and I am putting up pictures. I hope you guys saw my pictures with Ayala. Well, I wasn't with her, but I went to go see her. And um, I hope you guys saw those pictures. I put them up on the internet, put them on them social media sites that I hang out in and like them, like, like the pictures. Give me a comment. Let me know that you're out there. It's not that complicated. And I appreciate them. And I actually will read them and I will comment back to you if you say something nice to me. 
because I'm always offering kind words to you guys and I hope that you guys are taking them in and I'm hoping that they're giving you good energy in your day. And if if not, I'm sorry, but I think that they're great. And so I try my best to be the best I can be every day. That gives me smiles and I'm trying to put smiles on your faces as well. Don't forget, again, you can find me out there on all those social media sites. You know my description is going to be, you know my social media sites are going to be down there in that description box. Remember people, liking these, these um, not liking, subscribing to my channel, my podcast channel greatly helps me out. Now, it doesn't help me out financially because it doesn't cost you anything, but if you just want to hit subscribe, it won't cost you anything extra. We're already here on your phone or computer, so you know you can just go ahead and do that. Also, write a review. Let me know what's going on. How you feeling? Especially you iTunes people. You guys can definitely go down to the very bottom, and it'll let you um, give me a rating, a star rating from one to five. If you're here, you know you don't want to give me no one, but <laughs> I take those fives all day. Again, it costs you nothing, but also if you want to give me a review, I'd love it and I'll read it and I'll appreciate you even more than I do right this moment. So all of that being said, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to take anything I say as fact. After all, I'm just saying. <laughs>